0: look up in the sky it's a bird it's
1: a plane no it's the tax man he may not be a superhero but tony morrow has saved many retirement plans with his nearly superhuman
0: knowledge of tax planning strategies it's time for plan with the tax man hey everybody welcome into mid-june here we're back on plan with the tax man with tony and myself going to talk about our spending personality. What is your personality type when it comes to spending? It's pretty important to figure that out. And it's even more important to not only figure that out for yourself, but also share that with your advisor, your financial strategist, your tax professional. And that's what we're going to talk about this week here on Plan with the Tax Man with Tony Morrow. What's going on, my friend? How are you?
1: Good. Enjoying the summer so far. And uh, th- th- this is my time with my spending personality where I generally <laughs> spend more. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, you know, we're out, we're traveling, we're doing this and that. Uh-huh. But, uh, it's timely because I, I think, and we ask and talk about this a lot, and uh, so it's gonna be a fun topic today.
0: Well, and I think it's really, again, it's pretty important to. Self-identify, which is a big term nowadays, right? For we hear all the time when in the social context. But when we're talking about our money and our finance, hey, if you don't, if you're not honest or don't know who you are when it comes to how you spend money, and by the time you get close to retirement, surely you know this about yourself and have come to grips with it. But it's just as important to share that information with your advisor and your financial professional, your financial team, so that they can plan accordingly. There's nothing necessarily wrong with any of these categories that I've got for uh, types of spenders, Tony. But if you're a if you're in one category and your spouse is in another, and neither one of you are being honest with your advisor, it's making it pretty hard for them to get you a good plan that's going to get you to and through retirement, right?
1: Yeah, it is, and it's something we ask everybody when we first meet with them and the spouses as well, because I like to kind of know, just like you said. What kind of spenders they are, and if they're saying that they don't know, then we start, you know, asking some That's questions. Right,
0: let's go through it. to yeah. try to identify it. Yeah, you know? exactly.
1: And along with this, you know, many, many we that we talk to don't have. I mean, I, I think you can kind of, you can kind of generalize your spending personality, but a lot of people still don't use what I what I call personal finance software, whether it's Mint, Quicken, or whatnot, mm-hmm. just to kind of track your spending. See what's happening in the household, (laughs) and then sitting down, even without your advisor, and discussing that on a personal level. Yeah, they they don't do that. They just you know it's it's out of the uh, out of the checkbook or the debit card now, and nobody even looks at their bank statements. So they really don't know what they're spending it on. So they kind of generalize this, and we try to get them to to look a little deeper. But these are again, when we go over these, if you're out there listening, you're going to identify with one or more of them.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I was going to say that's a great point as well. A, you'd be surprised if you do some personal you know, software type of uh, tracking or budgeting. Uh, I know nobody likes the B word, but if you, if you check that, you're often surprised. More times than not, 9 out of 10 people are like, wow, I had no idea we were doing this much you know, mm-hmm. in these different ways. So let's, yeah, let's dive into these categories. And again, you might find to be one or more than one, and you may uh, be thinking about your spouse or significant other, and, and they may be the same way. And so and I'll play along and say the same thing and Tony, you can as well. so yeah. the first one is the emotional spender mm-hmm. uh, talk to me about this give me some bullet points. what's an emotional spender?
1: This is somebody that just spends it as it sounds you know just when they're emotionally riding high or low and that determines you know how they spend their money uh, for example, uh, they they may get a promotion and then they'll say, well great, you know I, I'm gonna be making more money. I'm gonna go out and buy X right or I just got laid off and oh gosh, you know, instead of not spending money, they say, well, I better go out and maybe drown my sorrow. I'm depressed.
0: Right. Yeah. I'm depressed. Yeah.
1: Uh, Let's go out and do, you know, we'll go out to eat or do something. So it's, it's kind of a a roller coaster because they're up and down with, with how their emotions go uh, and how they spend money. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes that's not, that's not the greatest, you know, because we're all going through ups and downs. And if you're letting that, determine how you spend money uh, and you're not tracking it very well boy, yeah. you, you know you, you could end up wasting a lot
0: yeah and if we're talking retirees pre-retirees which is you know the, the bulk of our, our listening audience our demographic you know it's <laughs> i like the, the concept for me It's like hey had a great day honey let's go out to eat and celebrate you know, oh man, I had a terrible day, honey. Let's go out to eat so I can feel better, right? (laughs) You know, or I'm really tired or stressed and you don't want to cook or I don't want to cook. Let's go out to eat, right? (laughs) So that's kind of where my wife and I sometimes, well, that's where, well, prior to the pandemic, right? Starting to just get back to that now, but that's where we would kind of find ourselves on that emotional wagon. And it doesn't necessarily mean like a shopaholic. It doesn't mean that every time you have an emotion, you go on Amazon and buy something or whatever, but you may have a piece of that. You may have a percentage of that type of personality that does affect you. And so identifying that just so you know, can really come into play when you're trying to work through Uh, sometimes people don't want to call it the budget, Tony, and what you guys do. And you're trying to get people to budget a little bit to, so you can see what's coming in and out, not live on a restrictive lifestyle, but just understand the income and the outcome. I think a lot of advisors are starting to call it a personal spending, uh, you know, like they're calling a personal spending list or chart or something like that. It's got a nicer ring to it than, Hey, let's figure out a budget. So emotional spending can be one of those, you know, kind of places you find yourself, or you might find yourself as the YOLO spender. What is this? This is me.
1: Uh, okay, and, and so so this is where I would classify myself because it's basically somebody that you know spends money that you know they're going to. I don't want to say live for today. I mean, you know, but it's the only you you know you only live once philosophy. It's easy for them to you know get a little overboard, spend you know lavishly mm-hmm. and ex- on experiences and, and things. I would say I'm in it because and this is not a bad place to be as long as you have all your bases covered meaning that you know you're saving for retirement you uh, are out of debt you're uh, you got enough money d- discretionary income to go do some of these things because once you have all those those envelopes or buckets filled up every month and you still have money left well then that's that's your fun money you know type of thing at least in in my opinion but if you're not tracking this, again, this can get out of hand, especially on things rather than experiences, uh, for sure. Where you can act, you know, end up spending more than you're taking in, and then you're wondering why you're, you know, you're going into debt. So yeah. I don't do that, but I, I do fall into that category of, you know, I, after everything is covered, this is, uh, you know, time for, uh, you know, for me to enjoy things type of thing. But I'm I'm one of those guys. I don't buy a lot of things. I do like to travel and, and have experiences. Okay. And I guess that would right. be my weakness. Okay. And, but I think again, not necessarily a bad place to be, but with some constraints, this one, especially you need to be tracking because if you find you're at, you know, out buying a lot of useless toys, I call them the big
0: ticket items. True. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Big ticket items. You're not going to use them. And then you turn around and sell them. And then, and then of course, you're, you're going to take a big hit you know, you, you got to rein that in at some point. Otherwise, it, you know, your whole plan is just not going
0: <laughs> right. to work. Right. And so, yeah, the YOLO spender, you only live once. That's the YOLO yeah. there. And actually, Tony, we saw kind of, in a way, we saw a bit of an increase in this through the, the coronavirus with the pandemic. Uh, they were calling it the Corona purchase. And so people, when we couldn't go and do things and so on and so forth, you were seeing people in in-home pool sales were way up. Um, hot yeah. tubs were way up. Campers were way up because hey, okay, we can't uh, go to restaurants and we can't hang out, but you know, my wife and, my, and myself and my kids, we all live together. We can be in a camper together, so we can go camping someplace. Or you know, we saw a lot of those kinds of items that where people were kind of ticking those things up to, uh, and, and so it could be some big tickets. And now that we're starting to get some freedoms back, you may see that switch to the experiences to your point, right? True. Um, Back out to concerts or back out to this, uh, you know, big vacation we've waited a year and a half for, you know, that kind of thing. So, I'm with you. I find myself to be a bit of an emotional spender and a bit of the YOLO spender. I don't have a problem with a big ticket item, but I will be ticked off at myself. If I go to target and spend a hundred bucks and think, what did I spend a hundred bucks on at target? And it's all like little things in my cart, you know, things yeah. that you probably actually need, but I I'm one of those people that a big ticket item doesn't scare me as much. And to your point that can get you in trouble as well. If you're not planning ahead of time and for retirees and pre-retirees, that becomes more and more important. So, all right, that's the first two. Uh, this next one I imagine is probably the ideal place you'd like people to be as in your profession. And that's the savvy spender. What do we got here?
1: Yeah. So th- this one in my own family is my wife. So she's much more balanced, you know, than me, you know, she'll, she'll spend money, you know, but she's always, uh, she prefers a deal, you know, so okay. I wouldn't say she's, she's, you know, ultra tight, so to speak, but she's, she's frugal. She does like quality. She does not like to just buy something in, you know, in bulk. But she'll pay more if she feels like it's, you know, uh, good quality. But she she'll take a deal, you any, know, anytime she can. Whereas me, going back to the last one for a second, I, I really don't look for deals. I, I don't. Uh, I I don't know why. I you know, I probably should, but I I don't. But uh, she does, and she likes to spend on experiences as well. She's she's definitely. She comes from a country background. I always say that she's a farmer, but she gets (laughs) mad at me when I say that. So stuff doesn't interest her, you know, whether it's a big ticket item or things like that, you know, about the extent of what she likes. You would obviously would be uh, clothes and shoes, but that's uh, she'll be very savvy about that. I guess she's the kind of that would walk into a store. Let's say, you know, you're looking for some furniture and she, she wants to look around and compare me. I'm like, well, I want to go right to this. I think I know what I want, and you know, the sometimes I get this way. You know, the more expensive, the better, and uh, then she has to talk me down.
0: Okay, off the the ledge. And I think that's kind of common a little bit sometimes between men and women, right? Often in in a relationship. Uh, I'm, yeah, I don't. Now, luckily, my wife and I are the same way. Neither one of us are big fans of shopping. So, Uh uh, if we go into a store, it's like find it, get it, move on it. Be well, done with yeah. it, right? Yeah. Uh. And, but yeah, you could definitely have two different kind of personality types where one is, hey, I see it. I, this, this, I need a couch. We went here. I like this couch. I'm done, right? That sounds like that might be you as well. And the misses could be like, well, let's look at five stores and 20 right. different couches.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't stand that. <laughs> right. Drives me nuts <laughs> I mean, as well. Yeah. I mean, you know, so, but yeah, but, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, absolutely you know, not. Right. It's just, I'm all more about, you know, well, God, the value of my time is, Is worth more. I I, that's a great point. That's a great point.
0: So, in any of these spending categories, what is the value of your time worth as well? Yeah, yeah. that's a great point. All right. So, the savvy spender again, balanced personality. uh, You know, thrifty when need to be, but you know, kind of prefers quality over quantity, things of that nature. And then that brings us to our last one here, and that's the miser. Uh, and don't take offense out there folks if you're one of these there's right. nothing wrong with it again there's nothing wrong with any of these. It's just being honest about who you are and then working with your advisor to be according. but I imagine the challenge for the miser Tony when it comes to what you do this is the the person who or persons who have saved really well right they're they're in really good sh- they, they're in really good shape for retirement now the problem is you can't get them to spend the stuff and enjoy
1: it't exactly I mean they, they don't want to spend anything you know, only if they have to, they, they get very stressed out about spending anything, especially if it's a big ticket item, even though they may need it. And I mean, almost to the point where, where they're, they're really, I would say very, feel very guilty about. It.
0: And yeah, true. these are, you know,
1: these are the types that, you know, to, to the extreme, I would say, you know, always trying to cut corners or costs, you know, on, on everything, which is why they've
0: got a lot of savings probably. <laughs> yeah.
1: They got a lot of savings, yeah. but you know, it, it's, trying to convince uh, people of this personality of, well, okay, you've done a good job of of maybe saving. You've sacrificed a lot. You know, what's the end game? I mean, are, w- what good is it if you're not going to at least kind of enjoy it before, you know, you check out. So to me, the the miser personality to me is like, w- why go through all that and put yourself through all that maybe for 30, 40, 50 years, if you're not going to enjoy it. Now, maybe I I didn't have one guy say, well, I I want to leave it all to my kids. Okay, that's great. That's very noble. Mm -hmm. And uh, so at least you have something, you know, a goal in mind. But most are like, no, I just, I can't, I wasn't brought up that way. Or, you know, we were extremely, uh, you know, uh, low income growing up and we didn't have a lot. And so, you know, it's again, not bad. Right. But, you know, we try try to at least know what we're dealing with as advisors because we certainly don't want to, you know, offend somebody that, that's uh, of this personality. Maybe just try to get him to look at some different uh, views
0: Sure, and, and you know I think with this kind of category too, uh, and it, well, really all of these, Tony, it's a great point. How we're raised plays a massive factor in how we view massive. money, uh, yeah. and how we treat money. And it could go. I mean, for it's like almost like cigarette smoking in a way. And I'll, I'll say what I'm talking about there. So my my dad was a heavy cigarette smoker, and so it turned me off so com- you know completely. I've never touched one in my entire life, right? I've had oh, see, no interest no. in doing it. However, you know you could see that same thing with money. So your parents might have been very tight and very frugal because they were low income or maybe they were came out through the depression or something like that. And so therefore you're that way, or maybe you're the complete opposite because they were always so tight. Now you're a YOLO, right? (laughs) You know, or whatever the case is. So it's very, it's just important to kind of get in touch with who we are. And again, none of these are bad. None of these are wrong. It's simply understanding it so that your advisor and your financial professionals can say, okay, this is who you are. This is what you want to accomplish or do. That helps me plan accordingly. So that I can structure this stuff for you to have everything you need when you need it or how you want to, whether it's a legacy or whether you want to spend it all and take every dime with you.
1: Right. I mean, and and there's like I said, there's nothing wrong with any of these, Mm -hmm. but I think that a lot of us could benefit from listening to uh, some different views Mm -hmm. on it, but for sure from the advisor side. It's nice to know. And, and and we ask a lot of questions when we're working with clients. Uh-huh. And you could tell right away, you know, kind of what type of personality uh, they have about spending. It's it's a fun exercise. And people generally will laugh and say, you know what, that is me, you know, and, right. and you're, you're exactly right. <laughs> and, and we're not trying to change them for sure. Nope. But you know, it, it is it, it's a lot of fun.
0: But. Well, and and I think what will happen too, Tony, and I imagine what could be really challenging is if you've got one uh, partner is a Yolo and the other partner a miser. Ooh, uh, I imagine yeah. that can be you know an interesting challenge, and they know it, right? They probably butt yeah. heads about it, and maybe even have a giggle about it or whatever. But that kind of goes into play with that other kind of hat that sometimes you have to wear. You put on your tax hat. Sometimes you put on your uh, advisor hat. Sometimes you put on your marriage counselor hat by saying. Right. Okay. look, we got guys, we got to move this YOLO a little closer to the savvy and we got to move this miser a little closer to the savvy so that y'all can enjoy, you know, everything together and and so on and so forth. And I think that's, again, the value of where an advisor uh, and a financial professional comes into play. Yeah, I agree. So, folks, what are you? Are you an emotional spender, a YOLO spender, a savvy spender, a miser, a little bit of all? (laughs) I think there's probably a little bit of all of us in in each one of those. So, again, uh, hopefully you enjoyed that exercise. And if you haven't had those conversations, not only with yourself, but with your spouse and your advisor, do so immediately because it'll certainly go a long way to helping them get the plan together that you need. And if you need some help, reach out to Tony at yourplanningpros.com. Visit him there on his website at yourplanningpros.com. Tony, thanks for hanging out with me this week. Uh, I'm about to get ready to get hit with some big thunderstorms, so I'm going to let you go.
1: All right, sounds good. Take care.
0: We'll talk to you next time here on Plan with the Tax Man with Tony Morrow from Tax Doctor Inc. You folks have a great week, and we'll see you in July here on the podcast. Securities
1: offered through Avantax Investment Services, member FINRA sipc Investment Advisory Services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance Services offered through an Avantax-affiliated insurance agency.